Care has the power to bring kindness where it's needed. It brings out the best in every one of us. It doesn't just see people. It takes time to understand them. It puts the needs of others ahead of its own. And when you start with care, you end up with a very different kind of bank. Truist. Truist Bank, member FDIC. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. You're listening to Wellness Talk with your host, George Batista. Welcome, all of you, from wherever you're listening from. This is your weekly health and wellness update. This show is a show that goes over the latest uh, in health and healing, nutrition, fitness, and everything we can do to live a long, happy, and healthy life. Glad you could be with me and hope you had a good week. This show is for educational purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illnesses. So please. Always consult your physician when wanting to get on any new health programs. All right, so this week, this is going to be a little bit different this week, um, and uh, I wanted to change it up uh, as I do from time to time. And this week, we're going to focus on the immune system and actually boosting the immune system for the coming fall and winter. And I'm going to show you some natural strategies and how you can do that and uh, why you should be doing that, and you should be doing that starting now. So this is going to be a little bit different, like I said. Um, the reason why I'm doing this, because I, got a lot, you know, I get a lot of questions you know, as far as in helping people regularly. I get many, many questions on how to boost immunity for the winter, and how can I get, not get sick this year, or how can I uh, reduce my chances of getting sick and getting the flu, and you know, do I have to get that flu shot, and you know, what are the what are the, uh, the uh, negative aspects of it and positive aspects of it, so on and so forth. So I figure because we're heading towards the end of the summer and into the fall time, and then we're going to be getting into the winter soon, um, it would be a good thing to kind of go over the best ways to boost your immune system for the coming season so you can, again, lessen your chances of coming down with something, or if you do come down with something, at least you could have boosted it enough to, um, you know, help you fight it off uh, successfully, or maybe not even come down with something at all. Because sometimes, uh, you know, if you do things enough, there's a good chance that you may not have to battle something. And this applies not only to adults, but this applies to children as well. So you can kind of put some of these strategies towards your children, as far as you know them going to school. Because I know school started pretty much all around the country, and 
kids, uh, you know, very easily can pick up bugs from their friends or, you know, germs in the classrooms and so on and so forth. So, so I just want to kind of go over that this week and, um, you know, hopefully you'll get some good strategies out of this that you can use and uh, we'll go from there. So, first of all, um, let's talk about why you want to boost your immune system and what are the differences uh, as far as, you know, let's say, for example, you know, using flu shots. I'm not really going to talk about flu shots because those, those of you who who know me and, and listen to the show know that I am no fan of flu shots and never never had one, never will. So it's not something that I'm, I really want to get into uh, as far as, you know, preventative strategies. Now, if you, you know, if you do choose to do, you know, get your flu shot, that's up to you. I would never tell somebody to not get it. But it's just not something that I personally do or my family would do. So I prefer to go to nutritional routes because nutrition at the end of the day is number one in my book as far as, you know, preventing all different types of things because that's naturally the way the human body wants to do things, okay? So why do we do it? The, re- the reason why we do it early, and, and I do it early, okay, I've already started with my immune-boosting protocols, is because you have to understand that nutrition works a lot differently than drugs do, for example. And I'm talking about pharmaceutical drugs and things like that. Nutrition works with your body, with your, the existing systems in your body to make your body function better. So, for example, you can take multivitamins and you can take all different types of vitamins and all all these different things, and those are good. But the vitamins in and of themselves, whether it's vitamin D or whether it's vitamin whatever it is, okay, whatever nutrition you use, that in and of itself is not going to uh, prevent or stop something or even cure something, okay? What nutrition does in general is it helps your body function better. So your body can actually manufacture what it needs to manufacture to fight off or to prevent or to, uh, you know, you know, deal with any kind of inflammation and issues and so on and so forth. So nutrition is there to boost your existing symptoms. That's, that's what it's there for. Okay. It's, it's, it's a supplement for that. So, what we want to do is strengthen everything we can. So, um, you know, what you first have to understand is a little bit about your immune system, how it works, why it does the things that it does, and then how you can boost, you know, boost things from there as you go along. So, and, and the reason why, again, the reason why you started early is because you want to build up because it just doesn't happen overnight. This is a process. You build up little by little by little. So by the time you get into the cold and flu season, uh, you're, you know, you're all set. Your 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 systems are up to par, and they're ready to go to face any kind of invaders uh, that may be uh, cropping up. So that's the idea. And, and you know, right now we're in September, and I'm already seeing the advertisements for flu shots and get your flu shot, run out and get your flu shot, and so so on and so forth, which is a big campaign, and they start that campaign early. So. Let, let me go over just the, the basic uh, things of what you're going to need to do. And we're, we're always going to start with the basics, okay? Uh, because, you're, you know, your foundation is, is what you lay first, and then you kind of build from there as you go along. And, and everything that I'm going over, you don't have to necessarily do everything, 
okay because you know there's money involved and there's time involved and so on and so forth so but at least if you can get the basics down is this is what you want to do so let's first talk about immunity okay so you have different types of immunity in you you have innate immunity okay uh, and uh, you know these are this is the type of uh, this is the type of immunity that comes into contact with viral invaders okay uh, which are called antigens all right so part of this type of immunity which is you know one of the most important parts of your immune system are your cells okay your immune cells so for example you have what's called you have different types of immune cells you have uh, uh, macrophages and lymphocytes and dendritic cells and so on and T-cells, killer cells, all these types of things. But what we're going to talk about specifically here as far as prevention goes, we're going to talk about your dendritic cells. Now, what are dendritic cells? Dendritic cells, in a nutshell, I'm not going to get too technical here, but I'm just going to kind of lay out a foundation. Dendritic cells, they are the most important uh, antigen-presenting immune cells. Now, what dendritic cells are is they are the your frontline immune troops, and they're pretty much you know they're circulating through your body and they're kind of the watchdog of your body and what they do is every time you have in uh foreign substances that are coming into your system whether it's through your you know whether you're inhaling something or whether you're eating something and so on and so forth they kind of watch out to see what's going on and they kind of you know they come into contact with all these foreign invaders and they kind of take a sample of them and they see hey have i seen have we seen this guy before and if we haven't, uh, let's just say, for example, um, you come into contact with some kind of virus or flu or something like that. Okay, your den- your dendritic cells, what they do, your it's called an antigen, basically, like a foreign invader that goes into your body. Your dendritic cells, they take a piece of the antigen, okay, and they present it to your 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 killer cells or your T cells okay and what they do is they they give it a presentation and they say hey we have this guy here that just that just came in we don't know who this guy is and we're going to have to you know the, we're going to have to take this guy out okay pretty much so what they do is they 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 kind of present it to the T cells that activate their high powered immune response when there is this new type of invader. Okay, now you have dendritic cells in your skin. You have them in the inner part of your mucosal linings, of your nose, your lungs, your stomach, your intestines, and they're constantly taking samples of different parts of what you're coming into contact with. So they're kind of like the cops, basically on patrol. Okay, and. And uh, you know, so that's generally what they do. So they're again, they're they're the lookouts, if, if you want to call it that. And then what they're responsible for is uh, getting a signal over to your high-powered air force to come down and actually take action and start going into battle if that's if that's what you know needs to happen. All right. So now dendritic cells are in your circulation, so they're like the, the friendly police officer. They're they're kind of in the crowd. They're they're uh, you know they're kind of more relaxed for the most part, but they're capable of springing into action when they need to. Okay, now you have to remember that during a typical flu season, you are uh, there's a you know there, there's a very high likelihood that you will be exposed to the flu or some kind of flu strain. Okay, that's just the way it is. So if you're you know you're with people or whether your children are in school and they're in contact with their friends and so on and so forth. 
They're going to bring back different types of viruses and bacteria, pathogens, and all these types of things into your home, and, and you're going to be in contact with it. Now, the odds of whether or not you actually get sick is going to depend on how well your cells are doing their job, and specifically your dendritic cells and all kinds of immune cells and how well your immune system is boosted. Okay, So that's, that's key. Here. That, that's very key because remember, you are going to be in contact with it and many times if you're in good health, you'll be in contact with these things and your immune systems will take it out and there won't be any symptoms. All right, Or if there may be a little symptom here or there and then it'll be gone. Okay, So that's, that's kind of what you're looking for. So what you want to do first is you want to make, make sure that you have enough support to get your system running optimal because again you're going to be coming into contact with all these types of things okay so what do we do uh, initially uh, at the start of the flu season to get ourselves you know get ourselves functioning properly get our immune system functioning properly and so forth well uh, I'm going to start at the basics and those of you who know me know that my basic nutrient okay for the for, for boosting your immune system, and I think is, is this is the foundation for everything. And not just flus and colds, I'm talking about cancer, I'm talking about all different types of things, but the foundation for everything is your vitamin D level, period. Okay, If you do not have a vitamin D level that is optimal, the chances of you coming down with some kind of cold or flu or whatever are greatly, are greatly uh, increased. Okay, and that's what the science is showing. I don't care what vitamins, I don't care what you take. If you don't do anything else that I say, get your vitamin D optimal. Period. Okay, that's what you need to do first. All right. So, let's talk a little bit about vitamin D. We get uh, vitamin D is activated by sunlight. That's what we know. Okay, you have vitamin D receptors all over your body. You have them in your skin. What happens is when you get in contact with good sunlight, most of the time in the middle of the day, okay, um, that's where the optimal vitamin D is. You get in contact with good sunlight, goes on your skin. Your, 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 you got to remember, vitamin D, by the way, is not a it's not a vitamin per se. It's actually a hormone. Okay, it's a it's a uh, it's a hormone, and it actually activates about, th- uh, it influences about 3,000 of your genes in your body. That's how important vitamin D is, right? So, you know, you can get it, the, the, the basic way to get it is from sun exposure, but you can get it from food sources, and you can get, can get it from supplementation as well, right? So this is my strategy, and I'm kind of bringing this out so you can kind of see where I am. Obviously, during the summertime, you want to get as much vitamin D as possible. So you're outdoors in the middle of the day. You get your vitamin D, and you know, it, you know, you you boost it that way. When you start getting towards the fall time, okay, what I do is I get myself on a good supplemental vitamin D regimen. Why? Because as the summer, as the winter starts to come, the fall and the winter, so on and so forth, you're not going to be outside as much, and when you are outside. Your, you know, you have your coats on, your sweaters on, and so on and so forth. So your body's more, a lot more covered than it is when during the summertime. So your vitamin, you're not going to get as much vitamin D on your skin as you would normally do. Okay. Plus, once it starts getting really cold, you know, you start saying you start staying inside more. So that's where supplemental vitamin D comes in. Okay. So you have you have to look at vitamin D. Vitamin D three is the supplemental vitamin D that you want to get. 
Not vitamin D2, okay, because vitamin D2 has been shown not to be very, very effective, and a lot of foods are actually fortified with vitamin D2. Don't let a lot of those cereals and a lot of those milks fool you that have vitamin D2 in them. Most of that vitamin D is not going to be very biologically active in your body. So, again, the best source in the wintertime and the fall uh, is supplemental vitamin D3. Now, why vitamin D? Because vitamin D is going to boost your immune system. Vitamin D is going to give you a higher tolerance for stress in your immune system. So, for example, if your immune system um, only is able to deal with a certain amount of stress, is actually going to push that ratio up where you have a higher tolerance. You can deal with more, whether it's mental stress, physical stress, um, you know, viruses, bacteria, so on and so forth, right? So that's the first thing that vitamin E does as far as immunity, okay? Now, you know, optimizing your vitamin D, where do you want to get your vitamin D? Um, you want to get your vitamin D at least, at least optimal, uh, to at least 50 to 70 nanograms per milliliter. Okay, that's where the optimal ranges are. Western medicine has this idea, okay, that your vitamin D levels should be uh, around 30, and that's optimal. Okay, the science is, is not showing that. The science is showing that if you want optimal vitamin D, it should be at least between 50 and 70 for optimal. Anything above 70, you're actually going into um, prevention for more serious illnesses, but you want to get it at least to 50. All right, so get your vitamin D levels tested. Get a vitamin D hydroxy test at your doctor. See where your ranges are. Most likely, because most people are vitamin D deficient if you're not taking anything, okay? Um, and if you see your numbers low, then my suggestion would be to get on a good vitamin D supplement, okay? When you are taking that vitamin D supplement, Take it with food. Take don't do not take it in between your meals. So take it with your breakfast, take it with your lunch, dinner, whatever it is, but take it with food. Why? Because the science has shown that vitamin D supplementation uh, is a lot more easily absorbed when it's taken with food, specifically fat. Why? Because vitamin D is a fat soluble. Uh, vitamin. Okay, so it does accumulate in your body, but you have to start taking it early for it to accumulate. So start taking it around this time, and this way, when you start getting into that really heavy cold and flu season, then you're you're already at the optimal ranges. Because remember, it has to build up as you go. So take it with food. Very very crucial. Now again, if you get your vitamin D levels up, you're going to get into the situation where you start. To, you know, also, it's also going to start to, you know, the science has shown that it actually starts to help in the prevention of all different types of cancers, okay, from pancreatic to lung to ovarian to prostate to skin cancers and all those types of things. Um, if you're darker skin, you want to get more uh, vitamin D as far as being outside because, you know, vitamin D, the uh, sun rays, you know, it takes a little more for sun rays to penetrate you if you have darker skin. Okay, I tend to have darker skin, so it takes a little more for me to get it. Okay, um, so so that's that's what it is. Now, vitamin D also has protective effects against cancer in several ways. It increases the self-destruction of mutated cells. It reduces the spread of reproduction of cancer cells. It causes cells to become uh, differentiated. Okay, um, and it reduces the growth of new. Uh, blood vessels from exi from existing ones, which is a step in the transition of dormant tumors 
turning cancerous. Okay, so you know it, this is this is number one. Vitamin D extremely important. Okay, next, what's your next basic thing you need? Okay, and by the way, just so you know, in my opinion, vitamin D is my flu shot. Okay, that's right there. That's my flu shot because it's work. It works, and I'm you know I that I can say for me. Okay, next, protein. Very, very important. Why? Because it's one of the most important caloric uh, immune responsing, immune enhancing things you can take in. Okay, without adequate without adequate dietary protein, many aspects of your immune system will be handicapped. Why? Because the production of new immune cells requires protein as the raw mineral for formation. Okay, remember that your body manufactures uh, antibodies from protein. Very, very important. You have to have enough protein on hand in order for your immune cells to manufacture these things, okay? So if you're going to manufacture antibodies for these for these viruses and, and pathogens and things that you come in contact with, protein is essential. Best protein to take in, whey protein is the most biologically active. Now, if you are a person who works out on a regular basis, um, whey protein is also going to work very well with you, okay? But um, if not whey protein, hemp protein, pea protein, rice protein, also very good. Not as fast acting and biologically active as whey, but it's still a really good protein. I would, well, I would stay away from soy protein because soy protein tends to have uh, effects with a lot of, of phytoestrogens and tends to affect the thyroid in a more of a negative way. So, protein extremely important. Take some protein in the morning and, uh, you know, with your breakfast or as your breakfast or however you want to do it. Very, very important to have protein as part of this whole process, okay? So that's another thing, okay? Next, what else do we need? Vitamin A. Vitamin A, extremely important, okay? Because vitamin A is one of the best antioxidants you can have on hand. It's responsible for tons of things in your system, okay? So... What I would suggest, get on a good multivitamin. Excellent, get on a, in a really good multivitamin with good vitamin A and a good form of vitamin A, all right? Uh, if you get on a good multivitamin, you're going to have a little bit of everything, okay? So, but vitamin A is extremely important because uh, it's also going to help to enhance the immune system, boost immunity in, in, in many, many ways. And without adequate supply of this type of immune system, your, your, I mean, of this type of vitamin, your immune system can overheat, melt down in the process of trying to do its work. So it's extremely, extremely important to, um, you know, have a good um, uh, multivitamin with vitamin A, okay? So, so far we have vitamin D, that's foundation, protein, and vitamin A. Okay, again, vitamin A and a good multivitamin. Okay, right there, those off the bat, those are the three key ones that I would, I would start with. Okay, now I'm going to jump into a few other ones, so you can kind of just you know, and again, these are things you can add on as you go if you if you if you choose to, um, that are also very helpful. Okay, dendritic cells, again, those cells that are that are you know aligning. And coming into contact with things also need antioxidants. Very important. So you want vitamin C. You want vitamin E. And you want things like N-acetylcysteine. Now, N-acetylcysteine many times can be in a good multivitamin, but maybe not. 
And acetylcysteine is the precursor to glutathione. Glutathione is one of the best protections, uh, antioxidants that you have in your body. It makes glutathione and it helps to protect the linings of your mucosal systems, help to protect against bronchitis and asthma and all these types of things in your lungs. Extremely, extremely important. Helps with free radical damage. All right. Now, the only solution for these free radical damage is uh, antioxidants. Okay, so antioxidants also power and protect the weapons of your immune system. Uh, basically, and they kind of, what they do is they shoot these free radicals, you know, at the enemy so they can you know knock them out. That's what's important. So vitamin C, vitamin E, and N-acetylcysteine. Uh, are extremely important in this process. Okay, then if you look at your multivitamin, you also want things like zinc. Zinc is extremely important because it helps with inappropriate inflammation. Now you have to remember something about your immune system. Okay, your immune system, in when it when it's doing its job properly, okay, your immune system is going to. Uh, for example, when it comes into contact with things, it is going to have an inflammatory response. All right. So, for example, um, you know, if your immune system is dealing with something, you know, you know, heavy that you've come into contact with, okay, uh, you can you can have these inflammatory problems or inflammatory response. So, for example, a, a build of, of of TNF or tumor necrosis factor alpha. Now, this is the primary signal that arouses the dendritic cells and calls them into a higher state of pro-inflammation. Okay? So, this is what causes inflammation. Now, at, you know, just as a natural work of doing things, your immune system creates inflammation to help fight off things. That's just what it does. But, if you have, again, antioxidants like zinc and those types of things, this helps to put a lid on some of that inflammation so it doesn't get out of control. Because you can get what's called a cytokine storm, and this is... This is, uh, you know, huge inflammation. What's, you know, what's really starts to, you know, go off in your body and starts to set off a whole bunch of things in your body. So, very, very important to have these things. Another thing to have, another thing that's extremely important, and I think it's fundamental, is your gut bacteria balance. Why? Because again, your gut bacteria comes into contact with, you know, with uh, the food that you eat. Okay, and it goes down, and your first line of defense is your gut bacteria, and um, you want it. You you want your gut bacteria in good condition. So when it comes into contact with these things, it can fight it off, or it can you know get rid of you know any kind of pathogens and bacteria. Because again, if you develop some kind of flu or some kind of whatever it is, most of the time the fermenting process starts in your gut area and starts to transport in other places. All right, so. Get yourself on a good probiotic. Okay, a, a good probiotic will help to keep your system clean, keep your system running optimally, and uh, you know, and help clean out what you have coming in. All right, so um, very, very important. Keep your keep your um, system clean. Now, you know, everybody has a weak spot when they're you know during the uh, colds and flu season. So you, you yourself know your weak spot. It could be in your chest, for example. You can develop bronchitis or those types of things when you get sick. Some people get them in their throat. Some t- some people get, uh, you know, their sinuses flare up. Uh, and So you kind of know your weak spot when you start out, okay? Um, for many people, it could be, you know, it starts with a tickle in their throat. 
then goes to their sinuses, then goes into their lungs and spreads out from there. Now, you have to remember that if you do come into contact with a cold or flu and you start to get those symptoms, okay, the reason why you get those symptoms is because your body is fighting, your body is fighting off whatever it's come into contact with and it's trying to push it out of your body, okay? So, for example, you can take over-the-counter medication to try to make you feel better, to try to get that fever down and so on and so forth, but you have to remember that all you're doing is stopping the symptoms. You're not dealing with the cause. And obviously the cause of the issue is whatever virus or pathogen that you're dealing with. But your body, what it does is it tries to push out um, it tries to push out you know, whatever it is. So the symptoms that you have is your body actually pushing and trying to get this stuff out of your body. So for example, uh, you know, your body creates an overabundance of mucus, of inflammation to try to get these viruses and these types of things out through your nose, through your lungs, through your mouth, so on and so forth. Okay, Your body, um, when your body comes into contact with a pathogen and it has a hard time trying to get it out, what it's going to do is it's going to raise your body temperature. Why would it do that? Because it's trying to burn out the virus. So the reason why you get a, a fever, for example, is because your body is raising your temperature so we can burn out this type of thing to, to basically liquefy it to get it out of your system. This is what your body does, okay? The reason why you get a cough, the reason why you get these inflammation symptoms is because your body, again, is fighting. Now you, now you realize if when you are sick, most of the time, your symptoms will get worse in the evening. Okay, you're you know before you go to bed or so on. You know roughly when you and roughly when you're getting towards bedtime or even just you know when you're laying there at seven or eight o'clock at night. Why does that happen? Because this is the time where you need the rest. This is the time where your body starts to shut. You know, starts to kind of shut all the other not needed systems down, basically, because you're supposed to be sleeping. When you're sleeping, that's when your body is really getting into fight mode, because now. It doesn't have to deal with all the other things that you need to do as far as digestion, as far as energy, and so on and so forth. Now we can concentrate on fighting the pathogen. So your body goes in, your, your immune system and your body goes into action in the evening to try to get it out there. Okay, That's why when you get up in the morning and you start your day and you start doing stuff and you're sick, you know, you may have a little more energy in the morning even though you're still sick because your body's overnight fighting. So you need to give your body rest. Rest is extremely important in this whole scenario. So if you are dealing with something, you have to rest. If you are a person that that uh, you know exercises regularly and you feel that you're coming down with something, do not exercise for that period of time. I don't. Because you want to make sure that you're dedicating enough energy for your body to fight off what it is. If it has if it's dealing with you exercising, okay, and it's gotta take all those antioxidants and and deal with the inflammation of the exercise, and that's going to take away from dealing with the inflammation of, you know, your virus, bacteria, whatever you're dealing with, okay? So, do not exercise. Um, and, you know, really just hone in on all the nutrition aspects that you can that you can take to fight you know, whatever it is that you're dealing with, okay? But, things that you need to do, okay? Again, make sure, even, even before you getting into the cold and flus and make season, make sure you have optimal nutrition, make sure your body's getting enough rest, make sure you're in good, as good shape as possible, and make sure that you are reducing stress, 
because stress depresses your immune system and stress also uh, you know it, it, it causes inflammation and that's if you are if you are coming to contact with some kind of virus and your immune system is depressed because of stress that's the perfect time for the virus to start activating so make sure you you have your your stress a level is controlled as much as possible anyway because obviously we all have stress but that's you know that's beside the point so make sure it's controlled as well as possible uh, to give you a better shot at dealing with it okay um, you know, so so these are the types of things you have to keep in mind when you're heading into the cold and flu season. Now, other things that you can do, okay, just in general, other things you can take, okay, on the more natural side, things like echinacea, things like, uh, you know, aloe vera, things like colostrum, lactoferrin, these are what comes in mother's milk. You can get those things in supplemental form. Excellent, excellent for not only helping the gut, but just helping the immune system in general. Beta-glucan, mangosteen, all these types of things, excellent for uh, for helping to boost your immune system, keep everything running optimally. But these are the things you want to do in general. Uh, if you do these things on a regular basis, all right, keep your system running as optimal and start this early. Again, start this early, and uh, once you get into, you know, once you start getting into the cold and flu season then you know you have a better chance of fighting or even not coming down with something that you know that um, that you know many people would normally do okay so these are tips uh, to do but again the main things vitamin D vitamin A multivitamin probiotics and um, and protein okay those are my four basics for making sure that everything is boosted then from there you go into the you know vitamin C's and the vitamin E's and the N-acetylcysteines. Those things, if you want to add those on top, those just give you some extra power. Then on top of that, next level, if you want to throw more on top of that, you can get into your echinaceas, your teas, um, you know, and any other of those types of things that uh, you know that just add you know add boosting power to their immune system, okay? I hope this helps you guys out a little bit, at least. Again, what I'm saying is a foundation. Now, you also have to tweak it to yourself, okay? Because not everybody, what's going to be good for you may not be necessarily good for somebody else, or what the doses for you are not going to be necessarily the doses for somebody else. You know, I always recommend at least starting out between, for example, starting with a baseline of 2,000 units of vitamin D up to maybe 5,000 units of vitamin D. But again, get that tested first and then go from there because you'll kind of know where, where you need to go. Uh, but you, you want to get your vitamin D level to 50. If you can at all, possibly test your vitamin D in the beginning and then test your vitamin D later on again and see where you are and you'll kind of see. And there, there actually are uh, testing kits that you can get as well. But... Um, this is what you need to do for the coming cold and flu season. And uh, again, share this with your friends and family. Do this with your children as well. Your children may be up, not be able to take you know the amounts that you take, obviously. But there are excellent uh, supplements that you can get for your children to keep them active. One of the base, one of the best ones is arabinogalactin. Uh, Wellness Resources has a great powder called Immune Plus. You can take Immune Plus and you could put it in your in your child's uh, drink or in your child's apple juice or their their powders or or their milkshakes or whatever you want, and it it dissolves 
and it helps to boost their immune system. You have them, you know, have them a little, give them a little bit of that before they go to school. Helps to boost their immunity. Also, get your children on vitamin D if at all possible. Um, my suggestion, if you know, if they they're not good at taking it, then you know, open up a vitamin D and put it in their drink or put it in their shake or whatever you like, and have them take it that way. Vitamin D extremely important for them as well, because again, they come into contact. You know, not only with the children in school, but they're also putting their 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 hands in their eyes, their hands in their mouth, and you know they're constantly grabbing and you know crawling and doing things all you know that type of thing. So you know they're more at risk for coming out with things and bringing them home and getting the whole family sick. So uh, you know, uh, and remember, their immune systems are learning lessons. So their immune systems may not. They have not come into contact with all the things that their parents have come into contact with yet. So they have to kind of, uh, you know, they have to kind of uh, learn those lessons as, as they go along, okay? So anyway, these are my tips for, um, for the coming year. Hope you guys uh, got a lot out of this and hope you can implement and, you know, tweak it for yourselves and see how it works for you, okay? All right, so I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, if you have a question for me, go to georgebatista.com and ask me any of your questions or feedback in general. If you have ideas as well, I'm very open to ideas. I can share them on the next podcast and so on and so forth. So have a great week, everybody. Stay safe. Be well. Take care. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. Check out the latest footwear innovation from Adidas, the AdiZero Adios Pro 2, which features carbon fiber energy rods that are both lightweight and precisely tuned for a more anatomical transition. Everything from the ultra-light polyester upper to the re-sculpted midsole and the reinvented outsoles are designed for speed. Visit adidas.com to learn more today. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a nature show host. In the native habitat of a suburban driveway, the poor victim of a broken windshield is left assessing his vehicle utterly helpless. Well, not true. If he's got GEICO, he can file a claim online, over the phone, or with his handy mobile app. But like a lone gazelle, he'll suddenly be left to fend for himself, awaiting his terrible fate. Nope. GEICO will assign him a designated claims team to help him out, too. So the gazelle gets his car fixed and everything. Wow. Nature is so cool. GEICO. Great service, without all the drama.